0: As a child, I've been fascinated with uh, with Germany, its great culture, and its great castles, and so forth. So it is a a dream come true. It's a comment that despite all the political issues uh, of uh, the two countries, I think the people people still remain friends, and uh, the population and cultural exchange continues to happen. Uh, that, it's, uh, that is, I think, uh, fits into what I was going to say about um, the America's foundation is based on the twin principles of uh, religious freedom for all. After all, the first American, uh, the European Americans who first arrived in the U.S. were fleeing religious persecution in England, and the second one has to do with uh, the fact that America is founded on. Uh, immigration. Everybody has been an immigrant there at one point or the other, um, except perhaps the Native Americans. Everybody is an immigrant. So that I think uh, that is not just a principle uh, of some ancient time, but it is operable. In other words, uh, that uh, people, the government, society is a lot, uh, at large, respects this principle. And that's why America continues to attract the uh, people from a lot around the globe. It is a, still a magnet. So that today, I think it is very appropriate for Ed Koch, the mayor of New York, who once said, America is the only international nation. It has people from around the globe. And the same is true of Muslims. So that, uh, you know, in popular imagination, Muslims are Middle Easterners. But wait until you get to US. At the time of Hajj, you see the greatest diversity of Muslims from around the globe in Mecca for just three days. But in America, the same diversity is available all 365 days of the year. So that today, Muslims in America uh, consist of the following uh, three major uh, national and ethnic groups. Primarily, first group, I would say, are the African-Americans, fully 30% of American Muslims are people of African descent who have become Muslim. That's a large number, 30% of all American Muslims are African-Americans, born raised within America, and there are a number of people from uh, white, Caucasian, any other ethnic group who are embracing Islam. So the, uh, to the extent that the president of the Islamic Society of North America, the largest organization of Muslims. He's a US-born American Muslim woman. Secondly, uh, the other group of Muslims are from the Middle East, from various countries like Egypt, Lebanon, Syria, uh, Iran, Turkey, and so forth. They consist of about 25% of Muslims come from Middle East. Then there is a huge group of Muslims from the India subcontinent, Pakistan, India, Bangladesh. So you have fully close to 35% of Muslims in America are from these three countries, Bangladesh, India, and Pakistan. So you have this great cultural uh, uh, diversity. And these people are uh, there as uh, highly skilled professionals, very upwardly mobile self confidence who uh, fit into America's economy as highly paid professionals, who do teach at the most prestigious universities from Harvard down to the smallest colleges in America will have one or two professors who are Muslim. You will see them uh, in uh, just about every hospital in America will have a Muslim doctor then you will see in the IT industry numerous Muslims. So you see Muslims as people who contribute to American economy, as productive citizens, who are fluent in English, who are able to live in harmony with the rest of the society, who are not handicapped by not knowing English, or any other uh, issues. But within this diversity of Muslims, this ethnic and national diversity of Muslims, there is also a great diversity of opinion about Islam. Not all Muslims have the same vision of Islam. It differs not simply by ethnicity or uh, nationality, but generation, whether you are a female or a male, how educated you are, how religious your family was, so all of these come into play.